three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This is The Real Pineapple, and happy Black History Month. Oh, my gosh. What a... Oh, I'm so excited to talk about uh, so many of the reviews that we have coming up for Black History Month, but... Oh, I'm so excited for this one. I am actually wearing uh, the bandana I was sent by Netflix for this film. Uh, The Harder They Fall, which is directed by... Uh, Jamie Samuel, this is actually his directorial debut, which, holy shit, really? Go ahead, young brother. He is also the uh, a producer and a screenwriter, uh, or the screenwriter on this, along with uh, uh, Boaz Yakin, who has worked on a few things, uh, wrote... Uh, was a screenwriter for Now You See Me, which, you know, eh. uh, <laughs> went ahead and was a director and screenwriter for that movie Safe with, uh, Safe with uh, Jason Statham. Um, also wrote, <laughs> holy crap, he wrote the original 1990 Punisher, the Dolph Lundgren one, which I admit I have a soft spot in my heart for, for that movie. But, um, but yeah, he's been writing since 1990 here and there. But this movie in particular, one thing I've always talked about, or I have talked about with people is I love a good Western, whether it's 310 to Yuma, um, uh, oh my gosh, well, a True Grit, uh uh, concrete uh, concrete cowboy would count as one that's another uh western uh starring Idris Elba and what i love about concrete cowboy is the same thing i love about this is that you really never saw or at least i never saw him growing up never saw black cowboys uh never saw that never saw never saw people of color in the uh in the old west and it's really cool honestly because one of the shows that i think is one of the best in the last 30 years is justified and that is a modern day western uh i could make the argument that rango is one of the best westerns that's ever been made Uh, i absolutely love uh, i absolutely love that freaking movie and then i could even go (laughs) i can go back to american tale five goes west which is a great freaking movie. Don't at me. But looking at the the incredible cast in this movie, and, and let's be clear, the cast is absurd for this movie. Uh, whether we got we're talking about you know R.J. Siler, who is a young man, uh, is a young brother who I'm just I'm such a fan of his work. Um, if you have not seen Me and Earl and the Dying Girl, you definitely should because that movie is freaking awesome. Um, he was great in White Boy Rick as well. Um, he's great as freaking Billy in Power Rangers. I'm very sad he's not getting a chance to go ahead and continue that. But, you know, we got R.J. Siler, Jonathan Major, Zazie Beetz, who is just one of my favorite actresses in the game, period. I'm so happy, and I know I, I'm jumping all over the place a bit here. The big cast. But I am just so happy for Delroy Lindo that between 
this and the Five Bloods that people who may not have been familiar with his work are are got are getting to see this this young this this brother shine. I am such a fan of his. So real quick to get to the actual plot. So Nat Love, we it flashes back to him as a child. He is just hanging out as, at home with his mother and father. Uh, get a knock on the door, and we find out that the person who goes ahead and breaks in and kills his mom and dad is no other than Rufus uh, Rufus Buck, played by former sexiest man of uh, sexiest man alive, Idris Elba. Uh, <laughs> freaking love Idris Elba. Maybe our next Bond? Question mark. But but Buck goes ahead, uh, pulls a kill bill, essentially kills his parents, and then goes ahead and cuts this uh this mark this cross on Nat's uh on Nat's forehead which is fucking brutal by the way the way that they actually show it and so Nat Love it's all about getting revenge and what I love about this movie is that Nat Love has a group of people around him and Nat early on has accepted the fact that even if I kill even if I kill Rufus Buck there's a very good chance that I'm not walking out of this alive. So he's accepted the fact that, you know, this is one way in, no coming out. But he has this crew with him of which he's got a bit of a complicated relationship. Zazie Beats plays uh, Stagecoach Mary, which I fucking love that name. Uh, she goes ahead and she really is an independent woman, which I horribly appreciate about this movie. But she has some history with uh with Nat, which you go ahead and get into. But the thing about this movie in particular that I really enjoy is that it is very much just two teams of uh or two gangs, uh, two crews as it were, of people looking to go ahead and just kind of take out the other. Sometimes it's just that simple. Um I always love seeing uh Edie uh Gafi uh Gafigi in something. He plays uh he plays a uh, Pickett. Uh, you of course know him from uh, the Twilight from the Twilight films because he played uh, Laurent. But you know him as a Darwin from X Men First Class. Fuck the way he was handled in that at the end. But you get. But you know you've seen him in not just The Harder They Fall, but in First Class, Gone Baby Gone. He's an incredible actor. Whenever he popped up in something, I'm always like, hell yeah, let's go. And the thing about this movie is that. The vast array of characters. Lakeith Stanfield's Cherokee Bill is personally one of my favorite characters because he's very much kind of old school in the way that he uh, he goes. Look, you know, I am not I am not a violent person. I'm somewhat paraphrasing, but I am not a violent person. But you are surrounded by very violent people right now. That's such a Western line that I just I, I fucking love and. Something about the time period that the movie does take into account. There are a lot of white people talking shit. It's <laughs> like a lot of white people who are just talking shit and being assholes. And the movie doesn't let anyone slide uh, on in that aspect, which is something I was like, thank God you are going ahead and actually laying that out. Because there's this, uh, you see it in the trailer that... Uh, Cherokee Bill, uh, Treacherous Trudy Smith, played by uh, Queen Regina King, who 
goddamn, we don't deserve that woman. Um, but her and uh, Cherokee Bill, among a few other people, are going to go ahead and break Ruf- uh, Rufus Buck off this train. And there's this one white dude, and I, and I want to say he's a not not a not a sheriff. I think he's a marshal on the uh, on the train. Flat out goes like <laughs> like. Get 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 out get off the train you motherless you motherless scum. I was like, what the fuck? And anytime someone says some shit like that who's white, they get their ass shot. And that was something that went good. Every single one of you deserve to get shot for being an asshole about this. But some one of the things about this film that works so well for me, and especially when it comes to a first-time director. The way the violence is shot, you could say, yes, it's it's Tarantino inspired, I will say. But there are just these these shots where there's this point where uh, where uh, Rufus sees like the reflection of money in his pupils. And there's a point where um, I want to say it's stagecoach, uh, stagecoach Mary has this gun in a way. The angle goes from the t- from the bottom of the barrel, and when she tilts the gun up, the camera actually tilts up with it. Like it's there are just these little camera tricks that uh, that Samuel goes ahead and plays. I went, huh? Okay, I really appreciate that. One of the scenes in particular, the one I just mentioned with uh, Treacherous Trudy and a Cherokee Bill trying to break Rufus uh, off this train. There's this point where Cherokee's talking to. The men who are in the room with uh, with uh, Rufus, uh, or uh, yeah, with Rufus, and goes, you know, he tells him like, "Look, y'all, like, I don't want to shoot up your, I don't want to shoot up everyone on this train. I don't want to shoot up all these white people. So, you know, go ahead and just let them go, and we'll be good." And it does a split screen while he's talking to the to the guy who's uh, helping keep guard over him. And the way it does a split screen, very much like a comic book, and the screen actually starts to go more to the right as Cherokee Bill is making more headway in the negotiations. It's a subtle thing, but one of those things I went, fuck yeah, I love that. Like, it's so well done. And there's so many things with the camera that I just, that I love how they go ahead and do that. There is a scene, and I'm trying very hard to dance around things because I really want people to go in as cold to this movie as uh, as possible. You've seen it in the trailer. I will simply say the third act of this movie, mwah, ad, mwah, everything I wanted. It is an, an amazing, badass, well-staged, well-thought-out shootout where I just went, this is a classic Western just guns start going off, uh, guns start going bang, as it were. I just, I love the way the third act is done. There is a fight, and I I guess I can spoil this little thing. I won't say what happens, but there is a fight between Stagecoach Mary and uh, Treacherous Trudy Smith that I just went, fuck yeah, this is how you, this is how you have a hand-to-hand uh, combat fight, and Again, Regina King hasn't aged in like since uh, what second Miss Congeniality, <laughs> I would say. Uh, Regina King is just she's special, and I'm just I'm so happy we get to live, we get to live in her world and just witness her artistry. Because whether she's directing, whether she's writing, whether she's starring something or being a supporting actress, 
we get a couple scenes of her and Idris just talking to each other. And I love that shit. Like, it's simple, but it is just, it's beautiful seeing two of the best actors that we have in the game right now get to work off each other. And the way that King and Elba do work off off each other, you just feel like you're watching a masterclass in acting. And it's so great that we get to just sit back and go, oh my God, this is a thing. Like, we can just sit back and enjoy this shit. Um, There is one scene, and I won't spoil it, but there is a scene between uh, Rufus Black, uh, Idris Elba's character, and uh, Dean Cole's Wiley Esco. And the first time they meet, I'll just say it simply doesn't go well. (laughs) But the way that scene plays out when they do meet each other, you're like, damn, okay. And... Again, without getting too much in the spoiler territory, there are some rivalries that go ahead and begin to develop between certain members of each group. Uh, as far as kind of their almost their uh, you know their their uh, almost like their counter uh, their their version of that character on the opposite team, and I really love the way that that's handled and. So when you do get to that third act, it really does have weight as far as, okay, who's actually going to make it out of this? Who's going to die? Who's going to, you know, who's going to take, you know, this person out potentially uh, as a part of the other team? And when you get to those moments, there is there is one death in here, and I will not spoil it, that genuinely broke my heart. I was like, oh, you motherfucker. And you'll know it when you get to it because it is one of those oh no 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 sort of sort of moments but it it ripped my heart out in the best way and um it's just there's so much about this movie that again i would normally get into because you know we typically go all spoilers but this is one of those films that you really need to go in as cold as possible just know uh, I actually went back and watched the the uh, full trailer for this. The trailer gives you just enough. You don't need to know anything else than that. Just go in as cold as possible. Just know you're going to have a lot of fun with this. There is something that they kind of pull in the third act as far as an explanation to something that I just went, eh, I didn't need that. And you'll, And I think you'll know it when you hear it. It may not bother some people. For me, I was just like, eh, okay. Like, you don't need this here. I get why you put it here, but I don't think you need it, personally. But, again, that's just a personal preference, as, you know, most reviews are. But it's still a movie that I just sat back and went, the score is absolutely perfect. The the, the soundtrack is well worth your time. Whether it's um, you know uh, the song "Black Woman" that plays, uh, that's got uh, 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 I'm gonna butcher your name, uh, Faduma uh, Fadumara Diawara, and of course Miss Lauren Hill. Uh, the way they work together on that song, um, <laughs> the song "Guns Go Bang" that's just that's Kid Cudi and Jay Z. That is a badass fucking song uh the soundtrack just all around works so freaking well and <laughs> i will i will say white people don't use the word nick and poop uh, <laughs> that that's a word you don't want to use and the, the the movie will tell you why but this is a movie when i got to the end of it i actually had to pause it at multiple points to 
grab some more water or take a hit or whatever and just go, yeah, like I, I cheered so loud at something. I woke Mr. Katzen up and he went running away <laughs> from me. He actually freaked, was freaked out. But I just, I love this movie. This is one of those movies that I'm going <coughs> to be rewatching definitely every Black History Month. But this is something I'll just put on uh, just because why not? Um the last person I def I want to shout out is uh, Danielle uh, uh, Deadweiler, who hasn't been in a lot of stuff. She's been in a, a, um, a few things. The last thing I do remember seeing her in was a couple years ago, the, this movie called The Devil to Pay, uh, which if you've not seen that, you should definitely watch that shit. But this is one of those movies you just, I, I sat back and went, damn, I'm proud to be black. And it's just, it's so great to see an all-black cast in a Western like this. Because again, it's something that we really haven't seen. Like, Concrete Concrete Cowboy was really quite revolutionary. Because again, we don't see a lot of people of color in Westerns. And to see so many people of color, like an all-black cast for the most part, go ahead and knock this movie out of the park. Uh, Delroy Lindo uh, playing Bass Reeves. I know I mentioned him at the beginning of the uh, of the review, but goddamn, he just he has a swagger to him. He he has one of my favorite lines in the movie. He goes ahead and is talking to um uh to this to this one guy uh, who works for uh, uh, Rufus, and he <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing the line a little bit, but he but he flat out goes like. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to go get your. I'm need to need you to go get your boss. That's kind of like telling me to go get your daddy. It could be anybody. Could <laughs> and I just went. God damn, Dory Lindo. Let's fucking go. Like, great movie. Uh, you'll laugh a lot, and that was something I was pleasantly surprised by. The movie is very smart with its humor. There really wasn't a line. I don't think I at least chuckled at at worst, but. There are just there are some moments of violence that you'll go, <laughs> but the violence never loses its weight, and that's that's a really tough trick to pull off because it this could have gone you know just insanity with it as far as the western aspect, but it keeps things grounded just enough. But you, you're just gonna find yourself having fun and sharing, and again, some of the deaths and some of the things that do occur, you're gonna go, oh fuck, really? Uh, but the movie does absolutely everything to earn those moments with you. And that's something I found incredibly impressive outside of the one thing I mentioned near, uh, uh, in the third act that just didn't work for me. I think the movie, I think you can cut 10 minutes from it, from it, but this is me being admittedly very nitpicky. Um, but goddamn, you want to talk about a movie that's just going to make you cheer and holler and, might make you want to go buy some Western games, uh, you know, buy Red Dead or, you know, or Gun or one of those games. Yeah, this movie fucking works. I hope I can find a spot for this on my best of, but it might have to miss it just because 2021 was a great year for film, y'all. But this was something that made me so happy and it's something I cannot wait to revisit. Definitely something I'll be showing my partner because I watched this by myself. But this is, ooh, you know, just for how much I cheered. Yeah, I got to give this fan fucking tastic. I, I just, I love this movie. And 
it does set up that there could be a sequel. I don't think you really need to make one, but I would be lying if, you know, tomorrow they're like, oh, the harder they fall getting a sequel, I'd be like, oh God, not another one. I'd, I'd be stoked if they wanted to go ahead and do another one of these. So I say, let's fucking go. Give, give me more. Give me more of this world. But yeah, I'm uh, a great freaking movie. But everyone, the harder they fall, have you seen it? What do you think? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at nearmanthefirst. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Amazon Music, to name a few spots at The Real Pineapple. You can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash jhunterrealpineapple. And you can like both of our pages on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. That's R-E-E-L, uh, sorry, R-E-E-L Pineapple. There we go. And you can go ahead and find us on Facebook as well at The Real Pineapple uh, Games or Real Pineapple Games. And God, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I think that's everything. I think, <laughs> I think I covered it all. Oh, and you can find me on uh, TikTok at uh, Black Shazam 775 and you can find me on Letterboxd at Black Shazam. I think that's everything. <laughs> but everyone, thank you so much for listening. We'll have reviews up for Black History Month uh, for uh, season one and two of Atlanta. I am so excited to get back in that world as we're coming up on season three. Gonna have a review up as well for uh, Waves and The Last Black Man in San Francisco as well as a review for Watchmen, the HBO series. I um, I have not seen Watchmen yet. I don't know what happened, so I've been able to avoid spoilers since it came out. So I am horribly excited to go ahead and watch something else that Regina King, I'm sure, is amazing in. Uh, yeah, but everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please stay safe out there, y'all. I know the world is a lot right now, but please stay safe out there. Get your COVID shot if you haven't yet. Got Get your booster if you haven't gotten it yet. Don't forget to wear a mask. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other. And again, thank you for your support. And we will talk to you soon.